Today is Thursday, September 22nd, 2022, and Trump returns to Mar-a-Lago for the first time since the raid, the FBI raid. What does he have to say? He drops bombshells, baby, in this exclusive Sean Hannity interview. We will show it to you. Trump is also coming back to Facebook. Are you watching this on Facebook right now? Give me a shout out in those menchies, right in the comments. Let us know. Do you want Donald Trump back on Facebook? Here we go, baby. It's happening right now. Before the 2024 election, starting in January, Texas Governor Greg Abbott to declare cartels a terror organization, and Biden gets broke brain on stage again. I dare say, sweet, sweet ladies and gentlemen, that this may be the most painful Joe Biden video we've ever played for you. It, we, we played for you many painful Biden videos. They get more painful every single day, but even our pain threshold was triggered by this video. It is very, very bad. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Thank you so much. Des Moines, Indianola High School. Amazing. See, thank you so much for coming out. I this is amazing. We got the high school kids. We got the high school kids here in the front row. So we are on tour. We just played you those clips of our stops in Des Moines and our stops in Franklin, Tennessee. So we're in like the suburbs of Des Moines. We're in Franklin, Tennessee, which ain't the biggest city. I mean, it's not, it's not a really big city. Here, I'm sending the team actually a photo that I want uh, that I want to toss up on screen right now. You guys throw that photo up on screen uh, as soon as you get it. Uh, so we made national news yesterday with a uh, mentally unstable lib who uh, kicked over our projector, okay? And while this lib was so soy-infused uh, and so low testosterone and so deeply depressing, uh, got millions of views, it got a lot of headlines, but we didn't want to make that the headline of the tour. The tour that we're on right now, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee currently, uh, the tour that we're on right now is about positivity. It's not about uh, people like that who are clearly mentally unwell. Uh, it's about you. And it's about going out and seeing the kids at the University of Iowa. This is the image on screen. These are all the kids that showed up at the University of Iowa where that guy went and kicked over the projector. Now it was really funny and it spawned a bunch of memes. And we talked about it and we laughed about it on the show yesterday. Uh, but this is, this is what we're out here for. We're out here to see you. We're out here to connect with you and to provide positivity and love to the base uh, and to our people, and to let everyone know that uh, all is not lost, actually, and that good wins, and that we are the majority in the country. And so that's what we're doing right now. That's why I'm taking away time from my family, and it's why I'm out uh, here on the road and doing the show from the road is because we want to reach you, and we want to extend a message of positivity and love uh, to the people. And so uh, those are the crowds that showed up in, again, like the suburbs of Des Moines, all right, we were out. We were out at the airport at the Holiday Inn at the literally the airport Holiday Inn. We had a packed, packed room. We were in Franklin, Tennessee last night. Packed room, stacked people. It was amazing. It's amazing, and the the energy and and the feel. It's like kind of like we're doing the show live. Essentially, there was a sweet, beautiful uh, 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 woman who traveled from Ohio. I can't remember her name. I'll see if we got, I know we got photos of it. I'm going to put that lady's photo up on the show tomorrow. Uh, we got a sweet woman came up. She said she drove like five hours from Ohio to come to the event yesterday uh, to come and, and see us 
and to laugh with us and to cry with us. And uh, we share a lot of memes during the event. It's a really fun, intimate event. And it was amazing. I really, honestly, it's incredible to get out and feel the energy and feel the love. Uh, and this sweet, this, this sweet little old woman. And I would get a big hug. Give her a big hug. It was great. Because she is exactly why we do this program every single day. Uh, and her and her family, she deserves to be heard. She deserves to have a, a program that represents her views and that shows her the news that is actually valuable to her life. And so thank you for driving five hours from Ohio to come see us yesterday in Franklin, Tennessee. It's an amazing, amazing event. So who moved south also? This woman traveled south yesterday, uh, also traveling south. Officially, Donald Trump returns to the crime scene of Mar-a-Lago and gives Sean Hannity uh, the first official interview of, at Mar-a-Lago after the break-in. Donald Trump back at Mar-a-Lago. He tears into Joe Biden for dismantling what he did in the White House. Donald Trump, boom, on Sean Hannity last night saying, yo, I declassified everything. They took my will, his last will and testament, the FBI stole everything from Donald Trump, broke into his safe, as we know. But this is newsworthy, not to beat a not to beat a dead horse. It's not a dead horse. I think it's the most important and relevant crime story, actually, in American history, what they're doing to Donald Trump right now. But Donald Trump is back at Mar-a-Lago. He has officially moved back into the crime scene. And Donald Trump has a different pep in his step during this interview. Donald Trump saying that he declassified everything that was in Mar-a-Lago, our friend Mike Davis. We're not going to have guests on the show this week because we are traveling and we are on sort of a, a very like hour by hour schedule. We're moving uh, sometimes thousands of miles per day to get these speeches done. So we're not having guests on the show, but Mike Davis sent me some talkers uh, 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 on this topic. Uh, our favorite, Mike Davis from the Article 3 Project, who's I think the best attorney in America saying, yo, uh, Bill Clinton kept his presidential records in his sock drawer. Barack Obama kept his presidential records in an unsecure facility in the Chicago suburbs in a container storage center. Hillary Clinton kept her classified records on a server that was accessed by the communist Chinese and the Russians. And so now it's somehow criminal when Donald Trump keeps his presidential records inside of his living facility with Secret Service protection? The answer is no. The answer is, of course, no. Donald Trump, his first interview at Mar-a-Lago saying, yo, hey, Sean, I declassified everything. Go. I declassified everything. Now, I declassified things, and we were having a lot of problems with NARA. You know, NARA uh, is a radical left group of people running that thing. And when you send documents over there, I would say there's a very good chance that a lot of those documents will never be seen again. There's also a lot of speculation because of what they did, the severity of the FBI coming and raiding Mar-a-Lago. Were they looking for the Hillary Clinton emails that were deleted, but they are around someplace? Were they looking for the well, wait, spying on Trump? you had it. Did, did no, no, they may be saying they no. may have thought that it was that in did. there. Okay. And a lot of people said the only thing that would give the kind of severity that they showed by actually coming in and raiding with many, many people is the Hillary Clinton deal, the Russia, Russia, Russia stuff. Or, I mean, there are, there are a number of things, the spying on Trump's campaign. So they spied on my campaign. So why did they come in and do that? Especially since we were having such great conversations, John.
So why would they spy on his campaign? Why would they co-raid his house? I mean, come on, man. Yo, the answer's pretty obvious. <laughs> like, Frank, they don't want you to run for president in 2025. What do you like? What do you want? What do you want? They don't want you to run for president. They know you're going to run for president. We have so many wonderful friends in the Trump orbit. We have a lot of friends in the DeSantis orbit. We have friends everywhere, and we like to talk with them, and we like to bring them on the show, and we like to introduce you to Cash Patel, Rick Grinnell, and all the many people who are running Donald Trump's orbit, and they all tell us that Donald Trump is running in 2024. They all tell us. They tell us. They're like, yo, the biggest conversation is when does he announce? And that's the ongoing conversation. And that's the straight dish. The straight dish is that the boy, the boy is ready to roll. Now, Donald Trump, of course, is aging in reverse. He's got the uh, he's got the Benjamin Button syndrome. He looks vibrant. He looks ready to go. He's packing out rallies. We play you the videos. He is becoming the great MAGA king, as Joe Biden likes to say. And he's saying, well, actually, maybe the number one way to prevent this from ever happening to me or anyone else again is to release the footage of the FBI raiding my home. Now, Sean Hannity was like, why don't you release the footage? And Donald Trump's like, because it would dox the FBI agents. And Sean Hannity's like, just blow the faces. And Trump's like, okay, I'll release the footage. Do it, do it right now, do it live. I wish they <laughs> I wish they did do that. Either way, Donald, Donald Trump's saying he will release this footage. Um, we hope you do, truly. People need to see it. People need to see the tactics of the left. Eric Trump has said they're gonna, he's gonna release the footage. I think Trump is in a perilous legal position right now. And he's being advised maybe to not, not kick the hornet's nest and increase the temperature. But yo, they're coming after Donald Trump to destroy him forever. We'll get into what they're doing to him in New York with Letitia James uh, in just a moment. But they're coming after Donald Trump to not just destroy him forever, to destroy any potential Trumps afterwards, any potential people that would dare stand up to the machine. So you got to fight fire with fire. Here's Donald Trump talking about the footage of the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago. Here's my question. They, but you, they did ask you to turn off your security cameras. That's right. But you didn't do it. That's right. Will you release those tapes publicly? Well, they've asked me not to do it because they feel the FBI agents might be in physical harm, in danger, because well, you've been there, is a, there is a fervor in this country. This country is so tired of this stuff. They're really, and so they, so I have not done it. You could pixel out their faces to I protect their identity. Yeah, I guess they could do that. Okay, well, do it. Do it. Do it. Because the American people, quite frankly, are, it's becoming, the usage of the criminal justice system in this country to attack your political enemies is not only becoming dangerous, it's becoming uh, a America that I don't recognize. We cover a lot of data on this show, so when was the last time you heard us talk about a number that reached absolute zero? Well, a few times. There are absolutely zero functional brain cells inside of Joe Biden's head. There is 0% chance of us voting for a Democrat in November, and there's 0% chance that Hillary Clinton will become president. Financially, in our lifetime, we have seen numbers reach absolute zero, and it's been terrifying. In the last recession, stocks like Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, and Chrysler reached absolute zero in value overnight. Could it happen again? Of course it could. And if it did, would you be protected? This is why we invest in gold. Gold has never been at absolute zero in value ever in world history. In fact, gold value is rising like a hockey stick. That's why the savviest Americans, like me, diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling, collapsing dollar. 
Birch Gold Group helps me invest in gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and they can help you. Text Benny to 989898, and you can convert your old 401k or IRA into a precious metals-backed IRA right now. Do it. It's the smart move, and we got two more years of Joe Biden, so what can you do, man? Text Benny to 989898 to invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. I don't recognize this, man. Uh, I live inside of a majority Cuban neighborhood in Tampa, and my neighbors are like, yo, uh, this is reminiscent of Fidel Castro and what he did when he took over communist Cuba, where he raided his political opponents first. Let's lock up the political opponents. That's number one. Then Fidel Castro went on to lock up blacks, went on to lock up homosexuals, went on to lock up uh, people of different nationalities that he didn't like pretty much locked up anyone that could potentially organize or stand against his communist dictatorship. And that's where we're headed in America. My Cuban neighbors know it all too well. They remember Castro. They know what Castro only died a few years ago. And, you know, it, I mean, his son is still in charge of Canada, which is crazy. So anyway, it, it, it's, 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 it's bad news to have bad sons. And I think Donald Trump has a good son. Baron Trump seems like a good kid. Joe Biden has a bad son, Hunter Biden, and Donald Trump is talking about the differences between the two of them and also talking about memes. You want to know why we're on the Meme Works tour? Because Donald Trump's looking at the memes, baby, looking at the memes that we post. Check it out. Came onto the site. They wouldn't allow any legal representation or representation. So they go into the rooms, like my bedroom, my office. They go into the room. Your wife's closet. Wife's closet. Your son's wife's bedroom. Room. Uh, my son's bedroom, yeah. There's a picture of Hunter Biden and Barron Trump. Barron looks so innocent, and Hunter doesn't look so innocent. They said his room was raided, but his wasn't. No, it's a terrible thing. We shared that meme. That meme originated from the executive producer of this show. His name is ALX. You should go give him a follow. You can follow him on Instagram. You can follow him on Getter and Truth Social. Go give our boy ALX a follow, producer of the show, incredible job, and clearly a meme maker uh, the kind of memes that Donald Trump appreciates. Don't you want to see those memes just like Donald Trump does? Go ahead and follow our boy ALX. Now, something that we have been following on this show is how they are using the criminal justice system and abusing this system in order to attack their political opponents. Of course, this happens inside of any, any communist regime. This is a typical and standard tactic for the communists. Announced yesterday, and this is big breaking news, the New York Attorney General... Letitia James filed a case against the entire Trump organization, naming all the sons, all the kids, all their companies, and sent it to criminal referral. Criminal referral. Now, people are slamming this as ridiculous. And instead of focusing on the murderers and the rampant crime and the total and complete decomposition the decrepit collapse of New York and the fleeing of New York City. There was something like, there was something like, uh, there's a historic number, they track the number of IDs, like driver's licenses, right? They track the number of driver's licenses that get flipped from one state to another. There's like a historic number of driver's licenses from New York flipping to Florida. It's never been this high, ever. Florida is in a is in complete decomposition. It's in a state of total, I'm sorry, correction. New York is in a state of total decay right now. 
And the attorney general there, who is woke, who is Soros-backed, is fixated on a singular thing, not on saving of the lives of the people of New York who are being terrorized every single day. And as the top law enforcement officer in that state, that would presumably be something that you would care about when people are being murdered in the streets. Nope. Nope. We got to go after orange man. We don't like his skin color, you see. It's not on our critical race theory chart of colors that are good. So we're going to go after orange man because we don't like the color of his skin. And we're coming after you, Donald Trump. Doesn't matter that you're moving all your business to Florida anyway. We're coming after Trump. Watch. So your whole family, you saw the Letitia James. Terrible. Terrible. Okay. What was your reaction? Well, she campaigned on it four years ago. It was a vicious campaign, and she just talked about Trump, and we're going to indict him. We're going to get him. She knew nothing about me. I never heard of her. But I saw this woman. I saw the statement she was putting out without knowing anything. And she said, we're going to get him. That Her whole campaign was based on that. And uh, then she came after us. We've been going over this for years. And I actually thought, because our values are really high. The company is great. I built a great company. You take places like this, so many other places that I have like this, frankly. I mean, just the, the, among the finest places anywhere in the world. I actually thought that they would never bring a case. And she brought it. And the reason I thought, because she didn't have a case, uh, I was of the impression she wanted to settle. But I had a problem because how do you pay something, even if it's a small amount of money, if you're not guilty? This was just a continuation of a witch hunt that began when I came down the escalator at Trump Tower. Yeah, they've hated him ever since then. And actually, so many of these people ran and had based their entire careers off getting Trump. This is how broken the left is. This is how broken their party is. If you ask a leftist, if you ask a Democrat, what are the three things you like the very most about Joe Biden? They'll say, I hate Donald Trump, orange man bad, and uh, MAGA is a terrorist. That's what they'll say. You say, oh, no, no, no. What are the three things you like about Joe Biden? And they'll go, "Ah, I hate Donald Trump's skin color. That's what Letitia James actually ran on when she was running for this office, when she was running to be elected. Letitia James uh, was up there saying, "Uh, yo, I I don't have any qualifications. You shouldn't elect me for any actual merits. I'm not going to make your lives better, but I will get Orange Man. Here, watch. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I look forward to going into the office of Attorney General every day, suing him and then going home. He said I know my name personally. Okay, all right, got it. Well, this seems like you should actually be in jail because this looks like you are creating, you're creating a crime, essentially. The crime is that Donald Trump is successful. And now you just are looking for evidence. This is not how law enforcement is supposed to function. You should be impeached. You should be impeached on federal charges. And you should be taken, I mean, quite frankly, removed from your position. And then you should have your law license stripped from you. This isn't how it's supposed to work. This is how it works inside of criminal cartels. This is how it works inside of broken systems and broken nations. You think that's the only clip we got of Letitia James essentially saying that she's going to use and weaponize her office to destroy Donald Trump? Why? Because Donald Trump has a golden escalator? Why? Because you don't like his skin color. That's why. That's why. And the color of his skin is the destruction of your power vectors. So there you go. Watch Letitia James straight up promise that the only goal in her entire life is going to be making up and fabricating crimes 
about Donald Trump. How do we allow this kind of stuff? Watch. Five witnesses and review of millions of documents that were submitted by Mr. Trump and others. I am announcing that today we are filing a lawsuit against Donald Trump. We will not allow this administration, this illegitimate president who sits in the White House. We're going to send a message by marching to the polls in our high heels and even backwards. And to the days of this president are numbered because of the power of couple things here. Do you ever notice how when Democrats are filing impeachments, or they must go through all the same training. And I actually know they go through the same training. I actually know the PR agencies that go and train the Democrats. Uh, one of the PR agencies uh, is one co-founded by Jen Psaki. So they actually go through all the training. That's why they all have this like breathy, today we stand on a precipice. Today, today will be the day that we carry forth the moral obligation to go after Donald Day Trump. <sighs> Remember last month when Joe Biden doddered out in front of TV cameras and said, hey, I'm going to forgive everyone's student loans. Well, that's pretty irritating for a guy like me who worked through college and paid off all my loans. And now I'm going to have to pay for someone else's loans. I'm sick of paying for things I don't need or use. Kind of like supplements. I take supplements every single day. This is how we power through the show. And this is how we're online for 12 hours a day. I used to take them in pill form, but... Studies have shown that you do not absorb most of the nutrients in the pills, not to mention they can be hard to swallow. Vitamins that you don't absorb are a waste of money. That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great tasting ingestible gel with 165% more absorption than pills. Healthy Cell's microgel ensures maximum absorption of exactly the sort of premium nutrients that I need to get me through the day to support focus, recall, mental speed, and rapid learning, all the things that Joe Biden doesn't have. If it's optimal for brain performance, you want it. Please check out Healthy Cell. I use it every single day. Visit HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. That's HealthyCell.com and use the code Benny for 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. You ever notice that? They're, they're, they all say the same thing. It's always the same thing. So say, I got my little microphone here. We've got a little microphone that we travel with on the show. It's always, every single lib always has the exact same cadence when they're bringing those impeachment articles right, when they know they're doing something literally absurd and criminal against a duly elected president of the United States, when they're making up evidence, when they're coming after the guy, they all go through the same media training <clears throat> and they all sound the exact same. They got this like, they got this like fake, like today, today we stand up for the principles of democracy. <laughs> it's, like, it's just so absurd. And then you actually check in on the clips of like Nancy Pelosi wandering around with her Silicon Valley out in, in Italy. And you walk her and you see like what a mentally unstable person Leticia James is in the middle of the street screaming and, and braying like a donkey. And you're just like, these people, they're so unserious. They're such pantomimes. It's exactly what happens. AOC does this, the, the very, very worst or best, depending on the angle you're looking at. It on. AOC does this so beautifully. And it's um, it's what happens when the theater kids take over, okay? So we've warned about this a lot. 
These are the kids in school. You remember in school, there were always these theater freaks that would like spend all their day. They wouldn't live in reality. They didn't play sports or anything. They didn't do anything constructive. They weren't in shop class. They were like in theater, like prancing around and playing dress up. Like, and these are the kids, the pantomime kids. These are the kids, the like semi-mentally unstable, picked on in school kids that actually are running things now. The theater kids have taken over. These are the sad, deeply pathetic, mentally unstable, unliked, unwell kids who couldn't live in reality, had to escape right and like dr play dress up all day. Uh, these are the kids, hyper emotional, hypersensitive, same kid who kicked over my projector, probably a theater kid. These are the people who are now currently running these operations. This is what happens when the theater kids take over. It's not good. It's clear. They, they, they're clearly unwell. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Trump told Fox News that it's a disgrace that James is focused on him and his family. This is why the, why are there murderers all over the city, Trump says. Crime is at its highest level it's ever been, Trump said, saying that James has done nothing to stop people from murdering. Let's, uh, but let's take care of Trump. She spent millions. She spent millions and most of her time in office. She spent three years fighting Trump. Focus on people that kill people, Donald Trump says. So what's happening here? They are essentially filing, throwing everything at Donald Trump. Everything, the kitchen sink. They are bringing every lawsuit they possibly can in order to threaten Donald Trump against running for president. I mean, it's all, listen, if Donald Trump had left office and said, yo, I'm gonna go back to being a reality television star. I'll kick on The Apprentice again. None of this would be happening. This is all lawfare. This is all for a specific and deeply intended purpose of destroying the man's ability to run in 2024 because they know they'll get their asses kicked. They know it. That's why they're taking Donald Trump's will. My team reminded me that I skipped over actually one of our clips, this clip D here. I skipped over one of the best clips from Trump's interview at Mar-a-Lago. Apparently they took Trump's will, his last will and testament, what he's gonna like bequeath to his children? Yo. This is stuff is evil. What else do you want from me, man? They're taking, they're going through Melania's closet. They're raiding her unmentionables. They're going through Baron Trump's room, going through his Nintendo Switch, his high Minecraft score. What are they looking for in Baron Trump's room? Extra fidget spinners? They're taking Trump's passports, his medical records, his legal documentation. We've got the special master up. And now Donald Trump saying, they took my will. Watch. Part two of this question is this. They took your passport, they took your medical records, they took your tax records, and probably the scariest part to me, and this is why a broad warrant like this to me would be dangerous, we do have a Fourth Amendment. Um, they also took, what, 500 pages of attorney-client privilege information? Did you, have you gotten that back, by the way? A lot, I don't know, I really don't know. They took a lot. I think they took my will. I found out yesterday. I said, where is it? Uh, am I in it? I think they took my will. It could cause a lot of <laughs> no problems. <luck. laughs> no. That could cause a lot of people, uh, a lot of problems if that gets published from uh, people that won't be so happy or maybe will be very happy. Okay. But no, I think they took my will. No, it's a horrible thing. They took Donald Trump's will. What are they gonna are they gonna like are they gonna edit it? Is that what they're gonna do? James Comey wants the golf courses. Merrick Garland gets the winery. Dude. It's pathetic. It's a sad, 
state of it's 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 a it's what the communist Chinese used to do to dissidents is they would call it a struggle session. So they would take a dissident who isn't not not even against the communist revolution, but just not sufficiently for the communist revolution, and they would tie that person up in the middle of town, and they would make him essentially stand in the stocks, and they would torture this person, and they would make them struggle in public, and all could walk and see as this as the Chinese farmer who doesn't like the idea that the government came in and took his land and now is taking all of his grain and now is starving the town, the punishment for that farmer is they're going to put him on a pyre in the middle of the city and you're going to be able to walk by. They're going to hang a sign around him and you're going to be able to walk by and see this is what happens to people to question the regime. This is the same thing with Trump. It's about humiliation. It's about protecting institutional power so that nobody like Trump ever runs again. If you ever want to run like Trump again, we're going to come after you. They're not coming after Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis did such a spectacular job in sending the criminal migrants down uh, to, to from Florida to Martha's Vineyard. Now they're suing Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis has a lawsuit from the migrants. Isn't that, isn't that incredible? So these scumbag lawyers, Soros-backed lawyers, are able to find the migrant. They found the migrants, these people, penniless, don't speak English. They're now using those migrants as a vector to sue Ron DeSantis. And then there is a Soros-backed sheriff in Texas that is opening up a criminal investigation into Ron DeSantis, not Joe Biden, who has the border swung wide open. These people can come into America. These people can traffic drugs traffic children into America. Not that. They're going to investigate DeSantis because DeSantis is the next Trump and they know it. So you got to get him now. You can't allow this to continue. They're questioning all the wrong people. And so this is why they're doing it. We know exactly why they're doing it. Boy, if there's something the Biden regime has taught us is that we live inside of a country of takers. These people will literally take money out of your bank account to pay for their student loans. It is infuriating. That's why it's so refreshing to partner with a company that is a giver. Pure Talk wants to give you something. That's right, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're takers. They take way too much of your money for data you will never use. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data that you need. That's how the average family, like mine, saves 75 bucks a month switching to Pure Talk. With Pure Talk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family, unlimited talk, text, and data, and plans from two gigs all the way to unlimited with mobile hotspots, all on America's most reliable 5G network. So why pay more? Here's another thing. Pure Talk's going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay one month, they'll give you the next month free. The big, woke corporate cell phone service providers would never. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, choose a plan, enter the promo code Benny at checkout, and get your second month free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Donald Trump speaking for himself and going out to the people and doing these rallies and doing these interviews is the only way that he's able to really connect. Now, Donald Trump had a massive following on social media. To my knowledge, Donald Trump was the most followed man on Twitter ever uh, at the time of his banning. We'll see. ALX will know. Donald Trump had something like 90 million followers on Twitter. Maybe it was the most, the, the, the highest followed account ever. They had to get rid of this. They have to destroy. They have to destroy him. 
You must understand, he is the threat to their existence. And that's why we're pretty excited. We like our Facebook page. We promote on our Facebook page. We publish all day and night on our Facebook page. We love our Facebook audience. We got 1.7 million followers on Facebook, and we love all of you. We also encourage you to follow on another Facebook platform and uh, Instagram. Uh, we have a million followers there. We love our Facebook audience. We don't agree with every decision Facebook makes, but we believe that Facebook has been fair to us, and we believe that Facebook will be fair to Donald Trump by reinstating his account. They said he'd have a two-year ban, and that ban is up in January of 2023. And so Donald Trump back on Facebook? We'll see. Here, according to the Daily Mail, Trump will be allowed back on Facebook in time for the 2024 election season after his account session expires next year. His account suspension expires next year. Correction. Donald Trump could be allowed to return to Facebook in time for the 2024 election. Nick Clegg, president of the Global Affairs of Meta, which is in charge of lifting the ban, uh, revealed that Trump could be back on the platform in 2023. Former U.S. president who amassed 35 million followers on a social media site was banned in 2021 after comments allegedly incited violence. At this time, Silicon Valley giant said Trump would only be allowed back on the site uh, if risk to public safety is has receded, okay? Not sure what that means uh, or how you would possibly quantify that. He also sensationally kicked off Instagram and Twitter in response to January 6th. Speaking today uh, at the Semaphore Exchange in Washington, D.C., Clegg said, when you make a decision that affects the public realm, you need to act with great caution. You shouldn't throw uh, your weight about. Clegg said that the UK's uh, de uh, deputy prime minister said, if we think there is content on our platform that will lead to real world harm, physical harm, and we feel we have a clear responsibility to act against it. Trump is said to be facing a challenge for the 2024 presidential nomination from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, although neither man has yet declared an intention to run for the White House. This is complete, complete garbage. Complete garbage. I, I shouldn't read that to you on the air. Donald, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis will not be fighting for 2024. I have this on very good authority. And I do not think that, the, the, I, I, listen, the highest possible authority has told me that Ron DeSantis will not be fighting Donald Trump for 2024. Now, if Donald Trump decides not to run, I think that's a totally different story. If Donald Trump, for some reason, decides I'm not going to run, I'm going to sit back and be, be kingmaker, well, that's a totally different story. What do you want to see happen in 2024? Again, Everyone knows that Donald Trump makes up his mind in Trump time, okay? Peter Navarro has a book on this, in Trump time. So Donald Trump could change his mind at any time. Who knows? Who knows? What do you want to see happen in 2024? You want to see Donald Trump run again? You want to see Donald Trump revert back to like a kingmaker position? Let us know in the comments. But if you are on Facebook, you may, in just a few months, three months here, be seeing Donald Trump back in your feed, publishing back to his, presumably, they wouldn't delete his follower account. I'm not sure how it would work, but publishing back on Facebook. You want to see your boy Donald Trump back up in your feed on Facebook? Let me tell you why Donald Trump would not go back to Twitter. Donald Trump said he won't go back to Twitter. Fine. But he will go back to Facebook. And here's why. Because Facebook is a very, very powerful fundraising tool for politicians. And you need to have the Facebook audience and the Facebook uh, posse, the army of Facebook followers, uh, in order to get your message out. Donald Trump's Facebook is the most powerful Facebook page possibly in the world. Uh, it was, again, followed by multi-millions of Americans, multi-millions of people, and he had a really powerful following there. And that following converted into donations and into support for his campaign. 
a lot of Donald Trump's fundraising happened through the meta platform, through the Facebook platform. And so Facebook allowing Trump back on would be a huge boon to Trump's 2024 uh, run. And Facebook as a social media platform makes these decisions and says, hey, yo, like, not going to cause harm. I have no idea what, what communication Facebook has with Trump team. But Donald Trump presumably would say, yes, absolutely. Get me back on there and I'll play by the rules. Every platform has a rule has rules. You got to follow those guidelines. I don't own the platforms. If I, if I owned the platform, they'd be different rules. But whatever, you follow the guidelines and you're able to use these incredibly powerful tools. That's how we reach you every single day. And Donald Trump will say, yes, please, to coming back to Facebook. I assure you of that. And we really hope he does. We really hope he does. We love our Facebook audience. We love connecting with all of you. We try as hard as we can to like have direct connection uh, on every single platform. And we have teams built here at, uh, at Betty Media for every single platform. So every single platform, we are wanting to reach you directly with the tools and the abilities of those platforms. And we spend our every waking hour right, Cre creating and tailoring our content specifically for these platforms. And so we've really like, we've really worked on our systems for Facebook and we, we love all of you. So thank you for watching on Facebook. Shout out, shout out to you. Uh, shout out to Facebook uh, commenter Marlene Beal. Facebook commenter Marlene Beal just commented at 1054. I want to see President Donald J. Trump. She wants to see him back in the presidency. And uh, Jane, Janelle Stuckey, Janelle Stuckey commented on YouTube, uh, DeSantis is great and will be president after Trump. That's, that's, that's what to, uh, Janelle Stuckey says. Uh, Yvonne Tibbs on Facebook says, if not Trump, someone like him, someone who will be able to hold accountable uh, for the last six years. Uh, personally, we the people deserve a four-year do-over due to the unlawful prosecution. Hell yeah, Yvonne, that's right. Yo, I totally agree with you. Donald Trump deserves a second first term. Uh, who doesn't deserve any more terms as President Joe Biden? Yo, this is the most painful Joe Biden clip we will ever play for you. Joe Biden saying, thank you for tolerance for listening to me. And then wandering around on stage yesterday at the United Nations General Assembly session, 77th, 77th General Assembly session. Uh, Biden lashed out at Vladimir Putin. Okay, that's fine. We read this. We read his statements. We tend to agree with this kind of stuff. Um, after after nimbling through his remarks, though, it's just a classic Biden, like very weak, very weak, limp-wristed speech. Uh, Biden then thanked the world leaders for their tolerance of him. Huh? Listen for ourselves and for our future. For humankind, thank you for tolerance for listening to me. I appreciate it very much. God bless you all. Biden was also lost on stage as he wandered about like a complete jackass, not knowing where he was or what he was doing. Uh, he does this all the time. Let's make a super cut today. Let's make a super cut today and get it up on, 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 on reels and on shorts and everything of Biden like not knowing where he's going or what he's doing. This happens all the time, watch. Uh, Mr. President, thank you. At the end of 
such a momentous event, the word thank you seems kind of inadequate. But for all the millions whose lives will be saved, for the communities where life will be transformed, thank you. So thank you, President Biden, for your outstanding... <sighs> Please, Jesus, serenity now. Please, Lord, give me the strength. Give me the strength to continue this live broadcast. Please, God. Please, 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 please. This is Joe Biden. Like, even as the guy's thanking him, Joe Biden's still like wandering around, unsure of where he is, where he's going. I, like, it's, it's so hard because it's a humiliation to all of us. Like, you don't like it, and I hate it, and I want to defeat Joe Biden, and I spend every waking moment of my life actually working to defeat Joe Biden. And thank you for your comments to the, to this fact on our show. But, yo, whether you like it or not, Joe Biden represents America, and when he does that, all the people who hate America and want to create a terrible life for your children and grandchildren, they want to enslave your children, they watch Joe Biden, and they say, now's our time. Now's our time. This guy, he ain't there. And he is destroying this country. And we our next story proves it, actually, from Breitbart.com. Texas Governor Greg Abbott designates Mexican cartels terrorist organizations. Good. Took you long enough. But Joe Biden is literally the number one foremost human trafficker in the world. They're going after Ron DeSantis for it, for flying 50 people to Martha's Vineyard. Joe Biden has allowed in 2 million that we know of people, probably more like 3 or 4 million, into this country, they're, they're people on the terrorist watch list. They mean us harm. They want to destroy us. Joe Biden sitting there fomenting, so like quite literally the worst drug epidemic, human trafficking epidemic, possible terrorist actions on American soil. This guy's destroying the country. Texas, of course, doing the right thing, declaring the people that Joe Biden's greatest business partners with, the cartels, because it costs a lot of money to enter America from the Mexican side. These cartels are getting filthy rich off this. Abbott essentially declaring these cartels terrorist organizations. Good for him. Watch. Executive order designating cartels as terrorists in Texas and directing the Texas Department of Public Safety to take immediate action to, among other things, identify gangs that are supporting Mexican cartels and work to seize assets as well as uh, disrupt cartel networks. Oh, okay, good. Well, it is a terrorist organization, and they are using a weapon of mass destruction called fentanyl. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, more than 75,000 Americans died from drug overdoses that involved fentanyl between February 2021 and 2022. Okay, so that's just one year. 75,000 Americans dead in one year. Now, we just remembered September 11th, earlier in the month. That was 3,000 Americans, right? Approximately. Uh, that died on September 11th, and we'll remember that anniversary till the end of time. Okay? So what I'm saying here is that if you're talking about the pure body count number, the fentanyl deaths in this country year over year is like 10, 20x the number of people who died on September 11th. So why aren't we declaring this a terrorist action? The people who are allowing this fentanyl to pour into our country. You know, they're making fentanyl like uh, look like uh, candies now for little kids. Like looking like a little, like they're, they're, they're designing fentanyl to look like candy so that your kid eats it and dies. They're a terrorist organization. And the, the communist Chinese who create the fentanyl 
to because someone has to create the fentanyl. The call comes from China. Man, we got to shut all that down. Of course, a righteous world would look like the federal government saying, if you do business in China, we will not do any business with you. That would be a righteous world. Like strike, like striking all American companies from doing any commerce in China. That that would be that would be a just uh, that would be a just world. That's the world we should work toward. All fentanyl comes from China. To put that in context, the National Consortium for the Study of Terrorism in Response to Terrorism Experts says there was 3,000 deaths of American terrorist attacks worldwide between 1995 and 2019. This according to Breitbart.com. So yes, the fentanyl deaths outnumber the deaths of terrorists. So why not declare the organizations that allow fentanyl into this country, including but not limited to the Democratic Party of terrorist organizations? The reason for the explosion of fentanyl deaths in America is the Mexican drug cartels trafficking fentanyl across the southern border. Duh. We know it. But the left refuses to allow the reality of the modern day and modern America to seep in to their extremely small and extremely dim craniums. In fact, in our final story today, we have proof, pure, unadulterated proof that the left are science deniers. Not only that, that they are a cult of death. They are a cult of dehumanization. The sickest clip I have ever laid my eyes on as a father of two is this clip from Stacey Abrams, apparently the Queen of England. She's appointed herself. Uh, she's also uh, running for an office that she currently holds, the governor of Georgia. Remember, she is the uh, duly elected governor of Georgia. So this election denier gets an opportunity to run for office again. Nobody calls her an election denier. I digress. Stacey Abrams proving exactly why she shouldn't be in office in the great state of Georgia by saying on stage that babies' heartbeats that you can see on a heartbeat monitor are not actually real. No, no, no. Those heartbeats don't exist. Ultrasound science isn't real. Those are just designed to affirm the patriarchy. It, it honestly, it honestly hurts. It hurts my head. It hurts the brain. These people. It is the banality of evil. It is a cult of death. And here are the results. Stacey Abrams, take it away. There is no such thing as a heartbeat in six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. So, a couple things on this front. This is going to get very personal. As a father, I have sat through a number of ultrasounds. I have had the opportunity and the profound blessing of listening to my child's heartbeat. I have seen the miracle of science that allows me to meet my child after just a few short weeks. So Stacey Abrams, who is childless, who has never had the selflessness, the drive, or the humanity to want to procreate, has never had this miracle or experienced this miracle. Stacey, Stacey Abrams has 
perhaps never experienced a miracle in her life. And it's led to a hollow, vacuous, clearly unhealthy lifestyle for her. And I pity her, and I'll say prayer for her because I'm a Christian. I hope that she is redeemed from this warped, sick, repulsive, death cult worldview of hers because I know what reality is. And reality, which matches up with one, my Christian faith, that instructs me that all life comes from God and is precious, that all lives matter, and two, science, which shows me with extreme clarity that life is real and affirming and is absolutely booming after just a few short moments of conception. You can see the child's heartbeat. I heard my child's heartbeat at just a few weeks. And you can hear it too. I asked my wife for these clips and she was happy to send them for the show today. Watch. That's my child's heartbeat. You can hear it. You can hear it. You can even pick up the electrical signals. You can pick up the sounds and you can measure how healthy that child is based on that heartbeat. A cluster of cells that becomes the heart and the heartbeat are present at six to seven weeks, according to my medical expert wife, who happens to be a nurse. They conduct an electrical pulse that can be heard on an ultrasound. So while the heart is not fully formed, the baby at that stage does have cardiac activity. Stacey Abrams is a disgusting liar. 10 weeks into gestation, eight weeks of fetal development, the four chambers of the heart form and connect to the lungs. You have four fully formed operational chambers of the heart and connection to the lung for breathing and blood circulation after two months of fetal development. Two months. You got a nine, 10 month process here. Two months in, you got that heartbeat. You can hear the electrical impulses after a few weeks. I heard the electrical impulses of my child's heart beating with my own two ears and I watched it on the screen. You can see it. On my first child, you just saw it. On my second child, here, have a listen. Look at that beautiful baby. Look at it. Look at, I mean, actually, we have the images for you. Look at the, look at the baby. There you go. That's my first image of my daughter. The first image of my daughter. The miracle of life. And do you know that science, for all that we have, for all the um, pontification and hedonism of people like Dr. Fauci saying, I am the science. You know, science still doesn't quite understand how life happens, how life is formed, what the process is. Science hasn't quite figured it out. They still, there's still some, like a couple, there's still like elements that they just can't wrap their heads around. All the sophisticated equipment, the billions in research, and they still haven't quite pinned it down. It's still a miracle. 
how life happens, how that on screen, the first image of my child given to me by a doctor who's probably a lib in DC, downtown Washington, DC, where we welcomed our first child into this world, even they circle it and say, this is a person, me, I'm a human. Here I am, this is me. It grows very quickly into this, any parent knows. There, you can actually see sweet little baby being formed. Incredibly, incredibly beautiful thing. I'm sitting here uh, as a proud father. Toughest part about this tour is being away from my children. And it changes you. Being a parent changes you and turns you into a much better person. When you become a parent, you start living for something outside of yourself, which is the uh, uh, best attributes of a parent. You begin to live and see the country and see this nation that we have been uh, blessed with, that we have a birthright to protect. And the birthright really comes down to our bequeathing of that to our children. Are we going to be the first generation that allows the anti-science, pro-death, dehumanization, cult, cultist, Stacey Abrams, to slop and slobber her way into power, saying that the heartbeat of my child isn't real? You witch. You sick witch. You death cult member. You hedonistic slob, Stacey Abrams. Shame on you. I could say worse. I'm saying worse in my head. I'm a Christian. I'm going to try not to say that live. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my own moment with Jesus about what I actually think about Stacey Abrams. You repulsive slob. How dare you? How dare you? say that my own ears and the miracle of life matched with the miracle of modern science and technology that allows me to see my child and hear my child's heartbeat. And that heartbeat, of course, for my second child wasn't great. There was actually a huge scare that my family had when the doctors brought us back into a very special meeting and said, that you have your your second child, her name is Juliet, has some heart problems. And we may have to do open heart surgery on her the moment she's born. And it may be it, it may have a bad result. There was a capture in one of the images that showed that my second child, her heart valves were growing incorrectly. I don't remember the actual imagery of uh, the, the actual medical terms for what was happening. Um, but it was uh, uh, something that was wrong with her heart. And this was extremely uh, hard on the parents. This was extremely difficult for us to uh, process. Uh, but of course, we, of course, we were all prepared. Um, and when Juliet was born, the doctors looked at her heart 
And they did a follow-up and they're like, we have no explanation for this. Her heart's just perfect. And Juliet's just perfect, man. You can see little Juliet right there. Juliet's like just perfect. She's just happy, bouncing, little five-month-old now. She's starting to eat her first food. She had a uh, bite of ice cream last night for the first time. Think of how awesome that's got to be. Little kid, bite of ice cream. First time eating pizza. First time eating ice cream. Juliet's going through some of the best days ever right now. I personally believe that God healed her heart. I believe that we witnessed a miracle of Juliet's birth. And then we witnessed a miracle of God healing her and healing a, a malformed heart. That's the only way I can process it. It's the only way I can think about it. And, and so that's how I choose to see the world, through positivity, through faith, uh, through love and care and an understanding that dehumanization and death cults are evil. Stacey Abram, of course, thinks the opposite. And her, along with her Democrat uh, colleagues and those in the woke brigade that are running the leftist movement, they are members of a death cult. They do not see, they're as evil as anything that, uh, as evil as any movement America has ever faced. Um, the evil in America is always about dehumanization. America is about humanization of everyone, that all men are created equal and endowed by their creators. And Stacey Abrams and the modern day left, the Democrat party always has been the party of dehumanization, whether that be slavery or whether that be abortion. It has always been the party of dehumanization and death. And they are proving it now once more, ever more and ever fresh today in our modern era. So that's what we fight against. We fight against it with our priorities straight. We know exactly where we stand. God, family, country. We know that we are endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. Inalienable is a pretty rare word these days. Most people don't say, I want an inalienable coffee at Starbucks. Inalienable means that can't be taken away. Whatever it is, it cannot be taken away. So inalienable is you are born with it. It's natural. It's given to you in a state of nature by God. We are born with inalienable rights. And first among them are life. Life. Every American has a right to life. It is in our constitution. All abortions are unconstitutional. All murder is unconstitutional. And that's true. No matter what Stacey Abrams repulsive slob has to say about it, her anti-science denying, unhappy, deeply unhappy, deeply unfulfilled life, incredibly unhealthy person, mentally, spiritually, physically. Don't let those people run your life. Live as free men and women. That's the way you were born. That's the way you should live your life. You should continue as a free person. And that's the, that's the world we want for our children. That's the world that we're fighting for here in America, for our children. We're one of the last free countries on earth. Most of the other countries are all locked up, okay? They have their tyrant class. They have them in place. And they're never going to let go of power. In this country, we are free. And we're going to protect that. And we're going to do it because we have children. That's why we fight. God bless all of you. My name is Benny Johnson, and this has been The Benny Show.